Welcome, friends. Last guy here, and it's time for us to have basically a podcast with the Bradiator. Did I say that correctly? Yes, it's fun. All right. And uh, this is a dude who's been doing cosplay for quite a few years. Met him through Smite. He's done some amazing cosplays. And seen the majority of them whenever he's at, uh, was it? They're calling HRX now, right? Yeah. Like High Res Expo? Is that what yep. they're calling it? High Res Expo. And the ones I remember are, of course, uh, oh, you can see some of them in the background count. You can see, uh, was it, it's Mercury. Uh, you did a Loki. I remember Loki. Yeah. Uh, Space Marine on her. And uh, you did it. Was, it, was his name Susano? I can't remember the the sword. Yeah, I did. But Steel Samurai Susano. There you go. And then uh, Janus. And then... Oh yeah, Janus. You did. Oh, that one was amazing. And that's. I think that's. No, that's not that helmet. Is it that no. helmet? Uh, this no, is. It can't be. This is a Mer the uh, Mercury's tier two skin. Okay. Yeah, because I'm like, wait, that doesn't have like the lights on it. Because I'm pretty sure the Janus had lights on it, didn't it? Yeah. Like a lot of lights. Which was amazing. And so you're you really know a lot of cosplay. So the question is, uh what got you into cosplay? Uh I don't know if you remember uh uh back when High Res did their like when Smite was smaller back in closed beta, they had community streamers on like Mesmerize was on there. Uh Doom Princess was on and she streamed at night. Uh I don't know if you remember Doom Princess, but she was a cosplayer. Uh, oh. She was, she's like, yeah, I'm making a costume. I started watching her streams, and she would like make her costumes during her streams. I was like, you know, what? I want to do that. That sounds like a lot of fun. So then, uh, I found, uh, I went through all the gods to find out which one would be the easiest and best for me. And I found, I did find Mercury because he had the least amount of like. To me personally, it looked like he would be the best choice for me, like body type and. Uh, the amount of work I need to put into it, like for my experience level. Uh, so I did that, and I went to the uh, Hyra's launch tournament or the Smite launch tournament uh, with a whole bunch of friends. My first ever cosplay, and then Doom Princess. She was one of the judges there. Oh, uh, they, they had her be one of the judges, and then uh, uh, there was a whole bunch of other people there in the cosplay, and then I ended up winning the contest with my. First Mercury, this one. There it is. Nice. I I I know I watched it. Like I watched the only uh, expo I didn't see was this year's. Mm. It was just busy other things. But I remember I know I saw that one and uh, the set the other ones and which just out of trying to remember which year was the Scylla because that was amazing that one. That was the year I. That was when I did Yenis, I believe. Okay. That was and I fifteen. Okay, and yeah, that like, yeah, the Janus is amazing. There's so much, so many lights going on there, and then you've got that the little girl Asilla, which was, a, was like, holy crap, that had to be some work there. I'm wondering about something is when it comes to, comes to cosplay stuff and just your first cosplay costume you said was, was Mercury. Now, what were just uh the first mistakes you make when you're trying to make a cosplay, I suppose. Or maybe just common mistakes that probably happen when doing a cosplay. Uh, I think uh, procrastination. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, like, the biggest mistakes I always make is thinking I have plenty of time. So then I just keep working, working, and then I end up in the hotel room the night before. Like, I was still working on Mercury at the uh, hotel in the launch tournament. Oh wow! And the other, the other biggest mistake I, the first one I found out was finding the right adhesives, like how how to get parts to stick to each other, like using the correct kind of glues or just sewing things together, because a lot of my costumes just fall apart. Mercury was Ooh. falling apart. The uh, my Yanis fell apart really bad. Oh dang! Like I was, I was walking, like after an hour, just the whole shoulder fell off. Uh, my Mercury, <laughs> like the knees were falling off. I had my friends walking with me with a roll of duct tape on their arm. <laughs> they just zip, sticking tape on my knee. Nice. I yeah, I didn't think about because I I I just consider just super glue everything or crazy glue everything. But there's like a lot of different kinds of glues you can use. Yep. Because some some of them like super glue, some of them will melt plastics. 
Like it won't like they won't stick to each other. It'll just react with the plastic and it'll just melt it. And there's Ooh. yeah, hot glue is kind of the best uh, your best bet. But there's I found out uh, you want a good hot glue gun because I just bought like a three dollar really cheap hot glue gun. <laughs> I was like this will work, but it didn't get the glue hot enough to actually bond things together. So it would just they'd just peel apart. They wouldn't stick. Ooh, that's unfortunate. Then another way of getting things to stick together would be, I guess, you sew them kind of together. And I'm going to guess you learned a lot of sewing over the years with the cosplays and everything. A little bit. <laughs> Most of my sewing was just hot glue. <laughs> oh, okay, so just getting things together with glue. Now, there's a lot of work into just, like, you made the helmet. Like, wh- what's the work that goes into making, like, the helmets? Uh, for... Most for the for the Mercury and my anus, I use the uh, tin foil and duct tape technique, where I where you like basically wrap an object with uh, like tin foil and then you wrap it with duct tape, and the t- the duct tape will stick to the tin foil and it will keep its form. So oh. then what you do is you cut it apart into pieces. It's like taking like an orange peel, and you know, like you cut it out and you lay it flat. Or I, I use reference because I did that. We had to do that for a math class once. But uh, you take that apart and then you lay it flat, and then you cut it out or whatever, and you use it to get the shape you want. Like this might be easier, but the middle, like it was, it was a wow. like a tinfoil dome, and then I cut them out into triangles, like so they they lay flat. And then I cut them out into the, uh, I traced them onto craft foam, and then I covered them in war blo- a material called warbla, just the war- uh, thermoplastic. Oh. And that's how I stuck this one together. Uh, and I did this for, nice. the, for the Mercury and the Yannis, but then the other Mercury helmet was different. That's gonna fall off. It broke. Oh, so, this is craft foam, different material, it's just... Instead of having, uh, so this is like softer material, wow. so like I can bend it, and it will keep its shape, and it won't. It's not going to be as heavy, but this one is a harder material. So this one you have to like heat up with a with a heat gun till it gets like uh, it gets malleable, and then you form it over the foam, and then once it cools off, you get this hard, a uh, nice hard shell. Nice. Yeah, I had to cut out the shape, get find out the shapes, uh, tra- uh, do a little bit of uh, freehand, like, drawing, like, figure out where these things go, how, the shape of this, and then trace those. Uh, glue them. This one, you just, these, the when you put the thermoplastic on it, it'll stick to itself, so you don't need an adhesive for it. So I just Ooh. wrapped the foam in it and then just stuck it to itself while it was hot. But this one, I for the craft foam, I used contact cement, which is you put it on one side. Sorry, put it on one piece. <laughs> uh, put it on. You put it on two surfaces, and then when it dries, when it, you leave it there for like a minute, and it dr- they'll dry. They'll be a little bit tacky, and you smack them together, and they won't come apart. They'll they'll like fuse it together. Wow. Uh, it's used for like it's the same kind of stuff they use for like uh, countertops, like to put the the co- the the top down onto the wood or what have you, or like sticking the soles of shoes to the shoes. Like so, the the bond is going to be almost inseparable, and that's what I used for sticking the like. There's a seam here. I don't know if you can really see it. There's yeah, there's a seam right there. Oh, okay, there's yeah. I didn't do a very. I was in a rush to make this, so I didn't like hide the seam too well. <laughs> but yeah, there's quite a bit of work. Uh, this one cost me quite a bit of money too, because the thermoplastic is not too cheap. Hmm. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of planning that goes into making the helmets. Nice. And then I assume the same thing with like weapons and and like the armor, like especially on her, like. Uh, Space Marine Honor, just it's basically kind of like the the StarCraft Marine suit, and then you got like well, Honor's in there. How hot was that thing to wear? Uh, it wasn't hot. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, a lot of people thought it would be like really hot in there, and I thought it was really, really heavy. But it wasn't really hot or heavy. The only thing it was was kind of like a little uncomfortable because I couldn't, I couldn't like move my arms. Huh. They were kind of like I could bear, I could move, move them this far, and that was it. Wow. Huh. Oh, how about okay? You you were you had it on her like thing over your face to wear the thing too. Like, do you just see through the eye holes or? Yeah, I have. How does that work out? I don't have it with me because it's the costume's actually at high res. Huh. Uh, yeah, I gave it to him. Uh, so, <laughs> but there was, like, on his eyes, I had his eyes be, like, this orange plastic, but then I, right, right here, like, that, I don't know what it's called, but, like, in the corner of your eye, I had those open on him, so I looked through t- two little tiny, like, dots, they were probably the size of, like, half a centimeter, Ooh. that I looked through. It, you could, <laughs> you could look through it easier than you'd think. Okay. Uh, because I was, like, right against it. Um, I didn't have, like, super wide vision, but I could see more than people thought I could. That's good. Wait, did you bump into anyone, though, just with that limited vision? I'm sure I did. <laughs> well, I was I was about four feet across, wide, wide. I, I couldn't see Dang. my shoulders, so I'm sure I accidentally, like, bumped a couple people. <laughs> Great question. Uh, what would be, like, a dream cosplay? Like, if you had the the time and like all everything you need necessary to make it what's what's like a dream cosplay for a cosplayer yeah i don't really have like a dream one <laughs> i've been that's that a really open question i just asked anyway yeah uh because i don't i've seen some pretty crazy things like a dude in like a giant mech like he he's ripped so he can carry he can move the whole thing around but it's like just the thing just takes up so much space and he couldn't he couldn't get to the convention hall there was no way he was too big for the thing mm. Yeah, but there's just been some pretty cool cosplays, like something big like that, or saw a dude basically make a transformer, and he had like a little wheel in it so he could wheel himself around. It was pretty cool. There's some pretty interesting and innovative stuff that I like about cosplay because people innovate in interesting ways. They also create in interesting ways as well. It's just always impressive. Yeah, there's a lot of cosplayers have their own, like a lot of the bigger ones. Uh, they have their own like style. Like, and the way they do things. And then what's good about that is, like, other people will, will follow their style, and then they follow the other people's styles, and then that's how you get, like, hold, they'll, like, combine them or find out different techniques. So uh, the way the way the styles and stuff just continue to keep growing and growing, and you get a whole bunch of uh, interesting, like, ways people make uh, the costumes. Like, you could have one person make it, their entire thing out of craft foam and make their entire thing out of uh, the warbler stuff here and it will they'll like look the same like they could look identical but they're two completely different materials nice uh, well, a different question then would be um what is the for those who don't really know it uh what's the cosplay community like i'd say very friendly like a lot of people are very supportive like they're very they're a lot of uh, cosplay communities. There's very specific ones too. There's one specifically for like Star Wars and like Halo. Like there's huge forums for people who are like, yeah, I want to make a like a Halo suit. Like you just go to the forum and you'll have hundreds of people telling you exactly like things you should know or how to help you. Like some people, I'm sure, will help you like step by step through your entire process. Nice to make the things. Well, a question for those who are interested in cosplay would be, what are some resources that they can go to uh, to learn just for cosplay? Just Is there like a place that they could just go to? Uh, YouTube? <laughs> like, there's... <laughs> uh, there's... The people, they... There, there are very many, like, the cosplay community is very huge, and if you go to YouTube, like, if you cert- want to need to know, like how to make something like there or like how to get started cutting or like what materials to use for cosplay. You search on uh, Google or YouTube and you'll find up a thing. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a generic answer. Just go to YouTube. Just go to Google. But it's true though. Yeah. The, the, the people that I re- recommend for, to go to look for like, cause they, they do a lot of tutorials is punish props, uh, run by Bill and Brittany Duran. Uh, they've been doing cosplay for several years, and they've they've made 
I don't know how many videos they make a video like every week, every couple of days, like of a oh. different technique of how to use. And they have several books that you can buy for like five dollars a book with a whole bunch of techniques. They go into full detail about other stuff. Uh, there's uh, Kamui cosplay. Uh, All right, then uh, I follow them. Yeah, there's Kamui cosplay. She does a bunch of videos too. Uh, Punish, perhaps. Uh, Evil Ted Smith. He does a lot of craft film. I think he does. Yeah, he just does. He does craft film stuff. Uh, Prime props. They do craft film. Other they go into other materials. Conway goes into Warbla a lot, and she's doing sewing now. She's doing a lot of sewing tutorials, which I've been watching up, trying to figure out how to sew myself. <laughs> but yeah, if you just go to Google, YouTube, and you can find like several thousands, hundred, hundred thousands. Of like, if if you can't find like what you need, then that's where I like that's why at the point where you figure things out for yourself, like you create the new techniques because the state the techniques techniques start somewhere. So if you if you if you create the new technique, then you'll then that's that's a way for you to get your name out there for people to. If you're wanting to get your name out into the cosplay community, create it, uh, find some new techniques. That was a, that's a different topic. <laughs> yeah, because the uh, of course people are always trying to. This is something I really like about cosplayers. They're so creative, and they come up with different ideas on how to make different things. Like uh, Saxa Peach, like she came up with, like for like the Pit Boy or no Nuka Cola. It was like you just get like this little light thing, and you put it. Uh, in like a, in basically like, kind of like a bulb, like this little encase thing, and put it screw it onto the top of a of a cut of a of a bottle of cola, and so it just gives it that glow. I'm like, that's really cool. Just little creative things like that. I I like that, and just different ways people can make the pit boy. There's like some different ways people have made those. Like one is you just make a cardboard cutout, and then you have like a screen put it like that, or they just actually crafted one. There's just different ways to do about, go about it, and just always fascinating to see how people make things. That's what I like about cos the cosplay community. They're very creative. Oh, yeah. uh, I just remember uh, the biggest, probably the biggest and best place to get help with cosplayers like to go for resources would be the Replica Prop Forum. Uh, they're they're probably the most well known, biggest uh, place for to get help uh, with with anything uh, from anything from just a simple sewing to making uh movie movie quality uh replicas of props and stuff and then they'll even post like when people go make like new videos they'll be like here's a video i made on how to do this i'm sure i don't go i don't uh uh i don't really frequent the site myself i haven't been that uh involved in the community lately but the replica platform is definitely if you're if you're not a fan of scouring google or youtube just go to the replica prop forum, and they'll have a bunch. Of, sorry, they'll have a, plen a whole bunch of. So the few times I visited, I've found several things. I found uh, files from like I found uh, the game files, like for 3D mesh models and stuff from like Halo and stuff like oh. that. Cool, like cause, yeah, because then you have something, to, uh, basically a reference for what you're making. Nice. More of a question on etiquette and things like that. Um. Camera etiquette. What are your views on like the way people should approach cosplays when they want to take a picture of them? Um, things like that. Just, just ask. Uh, uh, make sure. I know the biggest. Like, yeah, just just ask someone if it's okay to take a picture. Uh, probably don't hound them too much. If if someone if a cosplayer is like rushing, like if they if you look like they're in like kind of a hurry, if they're like trying to get somewhere fast. I uh, probably don't stop them for a picture because they have probably trying to get to a panel or something, or uh, maybe they they're late for something. Uh, so maybe if you really want a picture, might follow them like <laughs> like everywhere. But I mean, <laughs> like see see if they'll get to a spot where it'll be okay to take a picture with them. Uh, uh, the biggest problem is people will get pictures like in the middle of hallways. Like yeah. the, the cosplayers get stopped for one picture, and then all of a sudden a group of people show up for pictures, and it just creates this like this mass in the middle of a hallway, and there's people can't get through, 
And then you had people like trying to duck under the pictures. Uh, so just try to find spots that it's easier to take a picture, like in, in a corner somewhere or away from big hallways. Because if one person takes a picture, uh, a whole bunch of other people that might just show up. I have to get pictures too while while they're already posing. That is one thing that kills me because I go to some cons, and when it's just in the dead center, a cosplayer they're taking pictures of the cosplayer is like, well, now there's going to be nothing happening for a little bit because just everyone's just right there. And yeah, it's uh, I think it's on I think it's on everybody to like try to move it to like a wall or something. Yeah, but it's just I you see the tendency of people just like they just stop and then they're just right there and. Then the spectacle of just a big crowd, like, what's this about? And then even more people show up, and it's like, well, now I've got a mess. Yeah, I, that, I, because I'm very, uh, uh, what is it? I always think about that, like, be- being in the center, like, creating problems for other people. Like, I don't, hmm. I always think about not doing that. Like, I don't want to do that. So if I get stuff for one picture, and all of a sudden I see other people, like, showing up, take pictures, I'm not, like, I tell, I've told people, I'm like, I'm going like, to go over into the corner. So I walk over there, and then I let people take pictures of me there. That's pretty good, like, because I feel like I, I wish, because as a as a con-goer, I wish more cosplayers did that for dang sure. <laughs> like, I like that more, because you definitely, I kind of feel like con places should just have, like, a cosplayer area where, like, specifically for pictures and things like that. What was the thoughts on, uh, well, not only can the cosplayers be in a hurry, but just the, the con-goers, like, if they just run by and just take a picture and just keep going while you're just walking. Is that is that like a dig, or are you just like, well, they just didn't want to stop you? Because some people are shy as well. Yeah, I, I personally, I wouldn't, like, because of the way I am, I, w- I wouldn't care if someone, like, if I'm walking and someone just, like, takes a picture of me. Uh, but I'm sure a lot of people would, like, wouldn't like that. Like, a lot of cosplayers wouldn't like that. But if you ask them beforehand, if they, like, if they want, like, a natural, like, walking pose, but, like, if they, like... If someone like talks to you while you're walking, like you probably just ask, "Hey, while I, while we're walking, can I take a picture of you?" Like while we're walking, something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, but if they're shy and they don't want to talk, I mean, <laughs> uh, I don't want to. Well, I didn't <laughs> want to say like, "Oh, just go for it," because that'd be, you know, that just make you rude and kind of a jerk. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's but, quite a bit of etiquette with cosplay, yeah. and I don't think not a lot of people think about it. So I'm just curious from a yeah. cosplay, your thoughts on that? Because because the way I think, like uh, I, I I personally I wouldn't like I don't really care because I understand like people like they wouldn't want to talk, so they just want to take a picture. Uh, but if but if you see someone who's obviously in a hurry, uh, you shouldn't just like uh, you you shouldn't stop them. Because if they get stopped, like, they'll get swarmed, like what happens mm-hmm. uh, most of the time. Uh, but if you just, like, take, like, a drive-by photo, that's kind of a... I've never really, like, heard a bunch of people, like, talk about that. Because some photo things like that, like, they'll make... They'll get a bunch of attention, and they'll they'll be people... They'll post things about that, like, on Twitter and stuff. I haven't seen anything about, like, doing, like, a drive-by photo of any cosplayers. But I don't know. I I know I personally don't care, but there you should definitely keep in consideration for, uh, other cosplayers, because uh, they can definitely they'll they may definitely find it rude. Uh, but then there are some places, like a lot of places, where if you by going to the event, you already like consent to photos. Hmm. Uh, there's like you can't complain that people are taking. They can't really. Like complain because you go into a public place where there's like hundreds of people taking photos, you know. Uh, I don't know. It's really it's kind of a tough subject about like specifically that kind of thing happening. Okay, uh, a different question would be: uh, What's the process for? Because when you did uh, Space Marine Honor, you you did make the spear too, if I remember correctly, right? No. I did not have the time to make it. Oh no. shoot! I so that's bad on me. I did not remember if you made it or not, because I I was wondering about how weapons work out and like security when it comes to weapons. Like you have you ever made? No, did you make the Loki blades? I don't I, did. I don't remember. I did. So did you have to deal with security for that? No, I was supposed mm. to. You're you're supposed like <laughs> at, most, at most of those events. Mm. Like, uh, well, if they have like proper like, uh. Uh, uh, cosplay things 
what they'll have you do is go to this area and they'll put a twist tie, like a colored, a bright, a bright colored twist tie on like the handle or something. Or they'll, they'll put it somewhere on it so you can show, like they'll inspect it, make sure it's not metal or it's not a real weapon. And they'll put a twist tie on there to make, to give you an okay. So if you get stopped by someone else, you're like, it's got a twist tie. And they're like, okay, you're clear. Uh, yeah, the, the, my blades didn't, uh, I, I, for, I completely forgot. So I didn't. And then I was walking by. And then uh, I believe I was at Dragon Con for that. And I saw a guard who, who was, uh, they had a few people who were just sitting around with the twist ties. Uh, and I think I was just going to ask him like a question about something else. So I go up to him. He's like, oh, you need to twist tie your weapons? He's like, oh, no, they're good. Because you know, of the way I could handle them, he could yeah. tell they were super lightweight. And they that they were like they were harmless, uh, mm. so he didn't he didn't tie them. Yeah, they were they were made out of a uh, uh, insulation foam, so they were they they probably barely weighed like I don't know by like a, not even a quarter of a pound, not even probably wow, not, not that's probably, light. like each each one was probably I don't know my measurements anymore my weight measurements, but they were very lightweight, probably an eighth of a pound. Like hey. super, like you could bounce them on your ting- finger like a peacock feather. But yeah, for for going to those, they they put twist ties on them. And if you want uh, the best, you should um uh when when you have to go and get the twist ties, it's recommended that you uh for like if you, if you care enough, like it's cosplay for photos. Uh, see, ask them to put them on the uh like the handle like of a gun or the of a sword, so you can put your hand on it. So it's not going to be visible for photos, but it's still there. So you can still show people like this isn't a dangerous weapon. I don't know about what cons have you been to? I'm curious really quick. Uh, the Smite Launch Tournament. Uh, the, the Smite Launch Tournament. The uh, every single other Smite, uh, like the World Championships. I've been to all of those. I've been to PAX West. And the first, or it's PAX West now, but PAX Prime, back when it was PAX Prime, and that was 2014. Uh, PAX South in 2015? No, hmm. either 15 or 16. I want to say 15. Uh, and then Dragon Con 2015. And that is it. I haven't been okay, to very many at all. Because hmm. I'm curious about, because I mainly I go to Comic Con, I'm curious if they have this there. Probably not for the PAXs. Uh, but, because Comic-Con's everything con. And it's a funny thing, because they have weapons checked at the door, but you can buy swords and daggers and things in the con, which I always find really silly. I just wanted to mention that if you, like, what the hell on that. Yeah, they... It's just a funny thing. Yeah, they have, uh, they'll have vendors like those at, uh, a Dragon Con. Hmm. Uh, I figured maybe Dragon Con. It's kind of weird, isn't it? You, you can't bring your weapons, but they have weapons you can buy and you can come out with them. That's so weird to me. Those are I don't I haven't they didn't I don't I drink how they didn't have like metal weapons I don't know if uh, you're talking about like metal weapons but I know they have like foam they they're made with a soft foam they're for LARP, they're specifically for larping and stuff uh they were they were like completely harmless but metal ones I imagine there's something with like a license and then uh probably like. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen any metal ones sold, but I'm sure it's. Uh, there's probably something with like a license, and then you just if someone they. I think they wrap it up. You're supposed to like. Uh, you have to have it wrapped up in like a cloth or something, uh, because it's a weapon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it goes one back because I've never bought them, but I've seen them, and pretty sure they are metal. I. They have they have a lot of stuff at Comic Con. It's yeah. it's kind of ridiculous what they bring in there. If they are, yeah, I think they like. I think I've also heard about them like selling them at like the uh, Renaissance fairs and stuff, like rent metal weapons. They I think they they have to wrap them in like a cloth or a fabric, like the entire blade, and probably the rest of it too. Because uh, any like any knight fights I've seen, they they're always their weapons are kind of covered in things, and they're just banging the crap out of those armors. But they're not your leaves and swords. They're using more like, more like maces and stuff. Whenever I've seen when they have knights fight, which is also really cool to see. A different question when it comes to the cosplay community, I guess, is your viewpoint and also what you've seen of uh, body types that don't match what they're cosplaying as. 
what are your thoughts on that or just the community's thoughts is there is there any big thought on that cuz like some people feel like you, if you don't look like it you shouldn't dress as it or should you be allowed to since you're a fan of it things like that yeah i, I think a lot of those the people that say you shouldn't be like the the body types have to match the 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 body like they have to match is people that aren't in the cosplay community hmm. like the i think the biggest consensus was, is just do just dress up as you want uh, dress up what do you want to dress up as like don't care don't don't worry about it like uh, if you want to dress up as like some your complete opposite body type go for it i it's just you cosplay is just to have fun uh hmm. i i personally like i just dress up as uh uh like as i try to find close body types to me because that's what i i I personally wanted to look as close as possible, uh, except then I I did do on her, which is com- not even a body type. <laughs> uh, so there's like things like that. Like you can and you can like get body suits to make yourself like look bigger, like uh, change your own body type. But like I know people have a lot of like the people who aren't in the communities have a lot of I don't know. It's like hatred towards people who are like they they're bigger and then they dress up as a um like in the same fashion as someone as the character who's smaller and then they make fun of them for it like there there have been people who uh made fun of people in the smite community for not being the same body type and i really don't like it hmm okay because like okay so it's so the cosplayer community is a very welcoming community they're very open they're okay with that because yeah, it, it's so weird when I see people, they, they're like, you see, like, a black diva, and they're like, you can't be a diva. It's like, why not? I don't understand the problem here. Like, it should be fine. The, they, people should be allowed to be what they want, because they're, they're, that's what they're a fan of. Yeah, the, the, the color is, is, I believe that's, like, that's also a huge problem, uh, like, with people who, like, oh, you're not the right skin color. And, like, I feel like that might be a bigger problem than... Uh, the body types, mm. because that's bringing, you know, more of a whatever issue. I'm not sure the correct word, but yeah, yeah because I know I have a friend who she wants to do the cosplays of this one character, but she's afraid to because of the backlash because she's a they're different. The character is a different color. Hmm. Uh, big, like I think less of it. Like the cosplay community. Like for the people in the community are really welcome in. They they want, you know, they encourage you know people just do just cosplay as you want. If it's a different color, just do it anyway. But the, uh, a lot of it comes from outside of the community. Just the fans of those characters, like they okay. get upset about like you're ruining my character by doing this. It's like no, you're you're ruining everyone <laughs> else's fun by being mad at something that you have nothing to do with. So as always, the fans ruin everything. That's that's what it always comes down to. I swear, the fans always ruin the fun for everyone else because it's like it has to be this, and and there's no fluidity, which is very annoying. Like yeah, personally, for me, I I feel like I'd want to match body types with my cosplay, though. Yeah. Like just for myself, but I'm anyone can dress up what they want to dress up like. They can do that, but I'm like I'd. If I want to be, like, a buff character, I'd want to work out for it. Or, like, I can't slim down for a slim character because just my body type, I'm a husky guy. But, like, if I did Mercury, I'd be like, okay, I'm cosplaying as a as a bigger Mercury, basically. Yeah. I can't say just regular Mercury, but it, I'm of the mindset, like, I'd want to uh, train for that. But there's certain things where you can't, like, your, your height is your height. You can't be a shorter ver- character or a taller character, depending on your height. Like, I can't be, like... Uh, like, if I wanted to be, okay, I'm Scylla. Like, I'm little girl Scylla. I can't do that. I'm not that at all. Yeah. But but if someone really wanted to dress up as Scylla, all the power to them. Yeah, just let them. Because, like, I think a lot of it's just, like, the reason you don't get a lot of, like, different... Is because just, like, the fear from the pe- from people who are outside of the community just giving them, like, hey, like, if a really tall person cosplayed as, like, someone who's supposed to be short, they'd be like, you're not, you can't do that. You're supposed to be... Uh, sure, you're not you true tall to do that. Like people just need to like outside the communities need to understand that it's okay to uh, let people just dress up. Like there was, I think there was no. I was thinking of something regarding like Halloween and like a costume. 
like people like I think there was like a Halloween like costume that the uh, on the picture on the thing it was like a uh, Superman costume, but the kid wearing it was a different color. Oh. And people like there there was a huge uproar about it. But there should when there shouldn't have been. Yeah, there there shouldn't be. It's people are weird. I I I feel like people should just be allowed to dress up what they want to dress up like. Like if you want to be I don't whatever you want to be, you, you should be that. It should be allowed. It should be okay. You're just you're having fun. You're you're sharing in a fandom. That's really what's more important is you're you like a thing. There's nothing wrong with liking a thing and wanting to dress up like that thing at yeah. the end of the day. Random thing though, there is a black Superman. There's like a there's the alternate universe Superman where Obama Superman. <laughs> what? Like just straight up Obama and <laughs> Superman. Like <laughs> that's great. That is wonderful. That's funny. But like, yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, there's multiple universes. Like, oh, I'm just this version of a thing. Whatever. Like, be allowed to be whatever you want to be. Uh, there's just a lot of impressive costumes. I'm trying to th- trying to find a good question, but I can't think of a good question. So a different one, just round out a little bit. Uh, for you, uh, Bradiator, what games are you into? Just out of curiosity. Games. Uh, mostly. RPGs or uh, like RPGs and kind of strategical stuff or uh, things things with stats. <laughs> I like things that like like RPGs that have like a bunch of stats or like different kinds of like uh, customizations where you can make your character yours. Okay. Um. So uh, XCOM at all or more like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics and stuff like that. I haven't played either of those. <laughs> oh my bad sure, on those questions. I'm sure I would. Uh, I think I have XCOM, XCOM two. Okay, but like XCOM lets you customize a lot, and so I was wondering that. Yeah, I played stuff like uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning or uh, Dungeon Ooh. Defenders two, or not two. During the first Dungeon Defenders, I don't really like okay. two that much. Yeah, same. It just doesn't have the same feel as one. Like, I'd prefer it to have more like. You can customize your towers to be yours. Like, just go yeah. dump all your stats into damage or something. But you can't do that. But what I really liked about one compared to two. Two is so more, so much more rigid. While one is, you could be a super character, or your towers are amazing, or you're just good in both things to an extent. And each character had their own towers. Like a lot, did like they had a good variety of towers they could do. And also, you weren't relying on everyone taking up all your space, your uh, whatever it's called, uh, capacity. Everyone could have their own capacity, which is great. But in two, I think you share capacity unless they've changed it at this point. No, in in one you, I'm not sure capacity, but like you have a certain amount of tower units, and you can, so you can only place a certain amount of towers. That's how it is in one. Yeah. I'm playing the first one uh, right now. Not not, not right <laughs> now, but recently. Uh, but yeah, you you all share the same. You have like 90 units though, oh, or remembering correctly. Or, then I know the the summoner class has his own set of units. Yep. But that's something I would do. I would abuse it. I'd go like, um, I'd change characters for a moment, summon a bunch of stuff, then switch back. Yep. Which, like, I'm just going to abuse the system for a minute. It's a fun game. Dungeon Defender is a really good one, too. Just didn't like it as much. Especially, uh, I don't know, they've done so much experimentation. But they finally released it what, last year, I think? Yes. And that's happening. And I don't know. I remember they were trying to make it a MOBA, which thankfully they didn't go through with that. Oh, M- MOBAs just die. They they all die. The only ones yep. that are around are are Smite, the 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 original League of Legends and Dota, and then Hots. Those are the only ones who really stick around. Everything everything else is dead. Did you try the other MOBAs? I played League of Legends for a little bit. Uh, I liked it. I had fun, but I uh, stayed with Smite because it was uh, League of Legends felt a little too like. I personally felt it was kind of easy. Hmm. Like, like I loved it. It was fun, but it didn't have a certain like. I'm not sure. I'm trying to think of like the word <laughs> I want to use, but it it took more like thinking for me to play. I didn't have to think very much to play League of Legends, or like oh, okay. use a wow. bunch of use as much like. Uh, yeah, I really don't know the word, but <laughs> yeah, it was. It just felt kind of like easy in a way. Hmm. Uh, did you try uh, Dota at all, or just League? I tried Dota once, and that was like when I first started playing like the MOBAs, like when I first started playing Smite, and I had no idea what was going on. 
<laughs> the reason I played Dota was because I saw their first trailer for it, their cinematic trailer. I was like, yo, this game looks awesome. And then I played it. I was like, this isn't at all what I thought it would be. <laughs> oh, another one more in the vein of Smite would be Paragon. Like, that's been the only real try at, at uh, third-person MOBA. Besides Battleborn. I just remember Battleborn. Uh, did you try Paragon? I did not because I wanted to, but then my computer died. Or Ooh. it had a bunch of like problems with it. Like It was the RAM. The RAM was dying, but I thought it was the motherboard, and like it just kept messing up. So it was dead. It's been dead for a couple of years. I just brought that's it back unfortunate. up. Okay. Yeah, that's too bad there. Yeah. So like it's been Smite. Like Smite's... Well, I haven't played Smite in two years, but Smite was fine when I played it, and Okay, it wasn't fine enough. I quit after all. But, uh... I don't know. Like, so many people started with Smite, and... It was a heck of a thing, and it's still a heck of a thing. A lot of people really love Smite. Mm -hmm. And just a lot of careers came out of it. Like, I started with that, Mez, you... Uh, a lot of people, they just started from Smite. Okay, actually, one, one more. What other... What RPGs are you playing besides, like, Dungeon of Femmes and stuff? Just real quick. Uh, Since I named off some, you're, you're not playing, so... Uh... Not sure. Well, I play, you know, mm -hmm. Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. I love that game. Um, Terraria, I'm not sure if you'd really call it an RPG. But that's that's just one of like, my favorite games. Uh, it's a fun one. Uh, Borderlands, I'm not sure if you'd call that an RPG. Like Borderlands 2. Uh, Borderlands is, is like Diablo RPG style, really. Like first-person Diablo. So it's an RPG. More of an action RPG, I think, is the way to say. I really liked uh, Fable 3. Because of the way yes. the way they did their their weapons, it was it was actually the first game I played on Xbox 360. Wow. Uh, it was like I didn't actually get into ga like this current generation of gaming until like 2011. Hmm. It, that's yeah, pretty that's a long pretty recent because I only had a PlayStation 2. I didn't get into the newest generation of like Xbox 360 or whatever until like until then. And the first game I played was Fable 3. And I heard a bunch of, like, hate about it, but I actually loved it. Like, yeah, they had some childish things that, like, probably, like, the <laughs> farting and stuff like that. But yeah. I love the way they did the weapons where you kill enemies and then your weapon upgrades and gives it a certain, like, uh, it gives it different attributes based on, like, the en how many enemy like, the enemies you've killed with it and stuff like that. That was my yeah. favorite part of it. I, I really enjoyed Fables 3. I don't know why people hated it. I have no clue. I think... People hate to hate sometimes, and that's one of the games, because it was, it was really good. Of course, I never played 2, but 3 was really good, so I don't know if there was hype from 2. But 3, I really enjoyed 3. Uh, my favorite joke is with your uh, your mentor guy, and it's near the end. You, you end up on the island, he just screams balls at the cave. <laughs> my favorite joke is like, I only have one thing to say. Balls! I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> my favorite joke. Yeah, that's a, that's a solid game. And Amalur I played, and that's a, I liked Amalur. There's a lot going on there. You could tell it definitely was supposed to be an MMORPG. Yep. And it's really fun to see how that company went down. And so, yeah, now we know a little bit more about Ator's games. Those are good games. Those are solid games. I like those. And let's round this out with advice for people who want to get into cosplay. Like, we already touched a little bit on, like, sites and Googling and stuff like that, but... If they're like they're they are interested. They want to get in here. And aside from advice of of YouTube and those those places you said, uh, maybe like what skills might be worth knowing for like I, you already said like sewing, but like any other skills they might need to really know if they want to get into cosplay or they'll eventually want to learn if they want to do more advanced stuff. It depends on what you like, what kind of costumes you want to do. Uh, like there, there's. There, I know I follow someone who they just they just paint everything like they don't even like do different like angles and stuff like I'll have, I'll have angles here it's just a flat surface but they paint it like how like how they do like in video games where they paint it in a certain way so it looks like it has a raised angle but it's not Ooh. actually at all it's just complete flat surface like they they excel in painting so they use painting to their advantage uh, so like skills it depends on what you're kind of like what you know like what's easiest for you i uh, the easiest things for me is using craft foam uh the war blow was a little harder for me i have i haven't gotten into sewing yet like not really not entirely i haven't hmm. touched too much into it but say if you if you 
try a few different things. Like, don't invest into everything. I kind of did that. I buy a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to do everything. But then I suck at it, or I'm bad at it. And I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> but uh, skills, just see, like, what kind of things you want to do, like, what you want to make, and then research into uh, this kind of things you would, you would need. Uh, but if you find out it's going to be a little too much of a challenge for you, back off early earlier than uh, further into your project. Because if you invest too much into it and then you realize you can't do it, then you're just going to end up like with a a bunch of like materials that you won't be able to make use of or stuff like that. Okay, another question before I head out. Uh, how reliable... Okay, how much of a godsend is duct tape? Uh, very much so. I recommend <laughs> uh, Gorilla Tape. Ooh. Gorilla Tape's actually better than duct tape. Well, unless you know... Because uh, a lot of the duct tape I've bought... Like it sticks, but then it ends up like peeling off of the stuff eventually. Like if you if you need a really quick fix, then Gorilla Tape actually like I found out from when I did my on her, we just did use the little piece of, like it it kept the the entire shoulders of my on her. They were they would like they were too heavy so they just fell off. So we ended up using the gorilla tape to put it on there. You know, only a couple pieces, a couple strips kept it on there. We tried regular duct tape, but it just fell off. Oh, like, good to know on that. Like, like, I was just gonna say it's a little pricier than regular duct tape, but I'd say it's mm. worth it. Yeah, definitely if it keeps it together. Yeah. Um, how reliable or unreliable is uh, cardboard? It depend. It's reliable depending on how you use it. Uh, a lot of people. Well, I I tried using it for my. I did a uh, uh, Chronos, and I used it for the wings. Uh, but the, they weren't, the car didn't put anything to sturdy it with, so they just, like, they, like, they broke, because <laughs> cardboard has the, the, like, the, it's corrugated or whatever, it's got the ridges, so it bent at those, like, the, I'm not sure what you call it, but, like, it bent, so, like, since it, once it bent, it wouldn't stay straight anymore, and it would just stay, like, bent over, and it was sad. Ah, so... But, a partially broken clock at that point. Yeah, cardboard. It it's definitely very lightweight, very sturdy. Uh, you'll want uh, thicker cardboard, or like putting cardboard together. Uh, make sure you learn how like the properties of cardboard. So like you wouldn't want to put the the lines uh, going with each other. You'd want to put them opposite way. That way they Ooh. won't. Because if they put it like this, if it bends, then it's going to give away that together. way. But if you put them, like, opposite, like, it's not going to bend because you have the strengths. Uh, I'm not sure if that's making complete sense, but... Yeah, yeah, they're not working together. Yeah, they're... like, one one will bend this way, and one will bend this way. If you put it both the same way, they're just going to bend over. But if you put them opposite, they're not going to be able to bend because they'll push against each other. Yeah, okay, that's, that's... That is really interesting right there alone. Okay. Just cardboard properties and that's cool I'm, I'm liking this is learning quite a bit from this that's awesome last one has got to be um these how much of an angel uh, angels are these people the people who walk around <laughs> the people who walk around with sewing kits and everything they're like uh cosplay repair people at cons like uh, how much of an angel are those guys oh, or oh. Get and gals first part because this <laughs> uh Oh, they are very much a godsend. They are. They're wonderful people, because some of those cons don't have, like, a repair station. Uh, like, Hires Expo had one one year, and it was wonderful, because you just go in, they had, like, duct tape and stuff. But then, the next years, they didn't do it, and, like, you're having cosplayers, like, pieces break off. So, like, when there's someone that has, like, sewing kits or, like, rolls of duct tape on their arm, and they can come by and... <laughs> Catch you up real quick, or lend, lend you some, some materials. It's very nice. You can, like it's it's so helpful, and uh, you realize just how friendly like the community is because they're obviously in the community because they know the struggles of walking <laughs> around and having a piece fall off, and you don't have a any like thread needle and thread or tape to fix it on you. Yeah, because if they weren't around, you lose your your 
want your shoulder pad or something, you're just like, I'm battle damage Janice at this point now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen them around the last couple of years at Comic-Con. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I was wondering about, just like, are they, I would assume they're at every, every con if they can be, and I, I'm sure people appreciate them. That's it's a pretty cool thing. And yeah, so cosplaying, it's, uh, what I'm hearing is welcoming community. That's really good. There's a lot of resources to learn from. So if anyone's interested in cosplay and you've just been shy about it, or just not really sure or intimidated, looks like, or sounds like, uh, there's plenty of room to go in there and a lot of welcoming people. So that's really great to hear. So that right there has been basically a podcast with the Bradiator. Um, anything you want to plug just since you've been a guest at anything you want to plug, like also your anywhere people can find you as well. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, Bradiator. Uh, that's kind of, you might have to put somewhere to spell that. <laughs> Cause well, the link in the description. Is, yeah. Uh, uh, so what do you mean by plug? Is there anything, any cons you're going to, or do you only have a Twitter? Do you also have like Instagram or anything else like that? Or I do. I don't really use it, but I do. Then hmm. uh, I also have a YouTube. I have a couple tutorials on there for how to do okay. a couple things. Uh, there's, I only have two, but <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm not currently planning to go to any cons. The only one may be HRX next year. Maybe. I'm not sure yet. If I do, it's probably going to be my last one ever. Unless, okay. unless they invite me. But that probably won't happen. Uh, yeah, for people, just uh, don't listen to the naysayers. They're like hmm. People outside the community, they're like, you can't, do, you can't do that. You're not the right fit for that. Like, just tell them I can't, I don't want to do anything. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just be like, no. I'm going to do what I want. Just there you go. stick it to them. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, just don't don't listen to people. Like, there, there's a lot of harassment, too, that, like, Oof. like because cause I was skinny, people are like, oh, they're, they're making funny remarks. They're like, oh, he's, uh, who, who uh, stole all the kills from Mercury? Oh, he needs to get fed. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah. wow and then <laughs> yeah and then they do the opposite for people who are a little bigger they're like oh who fed this character who gave them wow like yeah it's like i understand like oh, why yeah. you think it's funny but it's in, kind of insensitive it's very insensitive yeah. to other people and that's messed up yeah 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 don't I listen just, to them they're just fools. i think uh, like laugh it off i think is the best way yeah laugh it off because <laughs> like i'm sure they do that to bacchus just which is not nice. Like, Bacchus is cool. Everyone loves Bacchus. Come on. Yeah, that Bacchus has been there every year so far. Nice. But, um, so yeah, this has been basically a podcast. I had fun talking. Hope you have fun watching and listening, everybody. Uh, this has been The Bradiator with me, Lost Garf. Thanks for coming by, everybody, and see you next time. Bye.